When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now that's how you NBA trade deadline. Good evening, sweet world. Wednesday night, still February 8th. This is the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's an emergency podcast. We're here in the yard. I'm J.E. Skeets. That's Tass Mellis. And that is what appears to be a very sweaty Trey Kirby just getting off the, uh, the pickup court. Could be sweatier, Skeets. Uh, I went. I said I'm going to get one run in here. We lost game one. I saw that the trade went down, and I sped home, breaking every rule (laughs) of the road, Skeets. Uh, Yeah, when 17 guys show up to a pickup run and you're expecting 13, easy leave. Easy leave if you ask me. Oh, oh, good. Geez. There's 17 guys involved in this trade. Very Exactly. It's <laughs> a good point. Uh, hello to everybody joining us live right now on YouTube. We love to see it. If you're new here, hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe to No Dunks. We go live every day at 10 a.m. Eastern here on YouTube. And when it calls for an emergency podcast like this one, let's get into it because you're right, Tass. There's a lot to <laughs> unpack here. It's a three-team deal. Oh, it's a sexy three-way. You love to see it here. The Lakers getting D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, the Utah Jazz getting Russell Westbrook. He probably won't be there for long. Juan Toscano Anderson, Damian Jones, and it finally moved that Lakers 2027 first-round pick. It is lightly protected. One through four. So it would stay with the Lakers if they land in the top four in 2027 when we're drafting, uh, I don't know, 14-year-olds. Anyway, the Wolves, to wrap this up, get Mike Conley and Nikhil Alexander-Walker and then a bunch of second-round compensation there in uh, 24. That's like the the lesser one of uh, two other teams and then 25-26. So second-round compensation. The Lakers, they get Russell. The Jazz, they get Russell. And the Wolves get Mike Conley. Uh, But Tass... Have at it, man. Where do you want to start? Who's the big winner? What did you think? This was sort of materializing all day here on Wednesday, and it finally happens tonight. Uh, Usually, we talk a little bit too much about the Lakers, but now we can talk about the Lakers for a reason. They traded one draft pick and got three players. So I have to go over these, these tweets numerous times to make sure I got it correct. One pick for three very capable NBA players that are going to be part of the rotation, part of their top six uh, with Jared Vanderbilt, who has been, he's been balling in, in Utah. I don't think people have really noticed that, that he's a big that does a lot of things. He's going to, he's just going to be a scrappy guy for, uh, for the Lakers. D'Angelo Russell having his best shooting season and Malik Beasley, a three point shooter. We just going back all season long. We thought, They've got to trade their two picks. They've got to trade their two picks, and they would get two players for them. Maybe Buddy Heald and Miles Turner in return. This week, Skeets, you're joking about Rob Palenka maybe not knowing what a three-team deal is. And here, yeah. here, here, here you got three players. Uh, the, and uh, I know people excited about D'Angelo Russell, the all-star. You know, I, I, And they give up Westbrook. 
I'm not even sure Russell is going to make the biggest impact. He, he's obviously a scorer. He can help. He's, he's again, having the best shooting percentage of his career at 60.4. I just love the Jared Vanderbilt, 8-8, eight 2.5, eight, 23-year-old. They've got a guy who's going to be there for a long time, I guess. That's why I'm optimistic. Who knows how long D'Angelo Russell stays there. And Beasley, at least coming off the bench and, and shooting threes. I guess I'm not worried about really anything with the with the Lakers in terms of what they gave up because Westbrook goes out. I don't think they'll miss him as cold as that may sound. They've got Russell. They've got Schroeder who's playing well. Beverly has shot 39% from three in his last 20 games. They've got Austin Reeves coming back. So, you know, just to summarize their team, you know, besides LeBron and AD, there's a big drop-off still. Russell, probably their third best player. Then it's Rui, Vanderbilt, Reeves, Beverly, Schroeder, Beasley. Now that's their rotation. Doesn't sound like a rotation of a championship team, but it sounds like a rotation of a playoff team if LeBron and AD are healthy. Trey, what do you think? Especially from the Lakers side of things, we can make our way to the other two teams. I think Tass smacked it out of the park. I don't think this necessarily makes the Lakers a title contending team, but it's got them looking a lot better for the end of the season. They were going to kind of have to pay to get off of Westbrook's contract. That's the first round pick right there. Everything else is almost gravy, getting three rotation players, so at least they're going to have a little bit of depth going forward. I do kind of think this is going to be a 2018 trade deadline all over again, though. It was the Cavs way back when. It was, uh, they got Jordan Clarkson. They got Larry mm-hmm. Nance Jr. They got Rodney Hood. And they got rid of Isaiah Thomas at the time. He was the lingering question hanging over the Cavs, just like Westbrook was with this Lakers team. It looked great right away. KG said, y'all look so different out there. But it didn't really matter. Ultimately, it's better than it was, but it's not quite good enough to make a difference for the Lakers, I don't think. Right. But better's better mm-hmm. tomorrow than they were right now or yesterday. Yes, yes yeah. exactly right. Especially, well, I mean, like clockwork, of course, once the trade rumors come out, we get the story of Westbrook having a problem with Darvin Ham in the locker room. No surprise there. I do yeah. think it'll be a little bit of addition by subtraction. I don't think the Lakers were going to be doing anything in the playoffs with Westbrook playing such a pivotal role for their team. So they're definitely better from that standpoint, but does it make them the best team in the Western Conference? No chance. Right. I love D'Angelo Russell going back to the Lakers. I tweeted this out. It is a real full circle moment here. Just hang on for one second as I share this D'Angelo Russell story of his NBA, NBA journey Drafted by the Lakers in 2015, number two overall. Two years later, traded with Mozgov, you might remember, to the Nets for the number 27 pick, Kyle Kuzma and Brooke Lopez. Four years later, one title later, Kuzma traded as part of that five-team deal with, or excuse me, for Westbrook. And then here it is, Westbrook in this three-team deal, bringing D'Angelo Russell back to the Lakers. I love it. <laughs> That's the NBA right there. It just took a while for him to get back here, and uh, hopefully he still has ice in his veins. Because he was playing well for the Minnesota Timberwolves as of late. Like, uh, you ran through it a little bit there, Tass, but career high in field goal percentage and two-point percentage and free throw percentage and finishing at the rim at an elite level, like on layups and dunks this season, among guards, through the roof. Um, I just think the Wolves are like, well, you're not part of our long-term plan here. We're not going to be paying you. We've got Anthony Edwards, and uh, you know we get anything back in return. You could argue, was it enough? I'm sure some Wolves fans think it is, some don't. But anyway, that's why they're moving off of him. But yeah, I'm with you guys. Lakers, they impressed me here with just the one pick 
and obviously moving off Russell Westbrook, um, to get three quality players back here to at least at least help your chances to to do something. First off, get in the play-in, <laughs> maybe win your way in from the play-in, and then put up any fight in, in a in a postseason uh, matchup there in a first round. Like this, you do have LeBron as we've seen here, still dominating at his age, and then AD. He was in a funk the other night, but obviously before that, at the start of the year, was like lights out, was sitting at the MVP table for crying out loud for a couple weeks. So, yeah, yeah. good yeah. players here in in shooters in Beasley, Vanderbilt, and D'Angelo Russell, who um, I think will... He's got a little Westbrook in him at times where he looks amazing for a good quarter and then can can shoot himself in the foot and shoot your team in the foot a little bit. Uh, they share similarities, not just that name part there with yeah. the Russell. And I think if, they, if things don't go well there... Like, like, let's say he's having a, a bad D'Angelo Russell night, which can happen, or he's not playing defense. I mean, they've got options now. They can just sit him. They can go offense for defense. They can bring in Schroeder, who's been playing well. Beverly, who's been playing better. They they have they have NBA guys, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and that's the, the biggest thing. I think of all the names, like we heard the last six months, who are the Lakers going to go get to support LeBron and AD? Who are they going to go? Bogdanovich has come up. Buddy Heald, Miles Turner. I mean, they got those type of guys, those type of – that level of guys, they got three of them, and Anthony Davis is going to be happy. Vanderbilt's around. Russell can can shoot the thing if Beasley gets hot again. I mean, they yeah, they're they're going to feel a lot better walking on the court. the The 2018 comparison uh, is is a pretty good one. Um, I, I, it could well not be yeah, not not all that great, but there's it's 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 a decent time to make to take a chance here because. The West because they're five games under a five hundred, <laughs> they're in thirteenth yeah. place. Westbrook is part or was part of the problem, so they had to do something to change yeah. it up, the team, and to change up the vibes. It'll at least be a little bit of a spur, I think, for the Lakers to look around and say, "All right, this is our team. We finally made a move here, and who knows if they're able to do anything else in the next couple of hours as well." At least they are going to feel more confident going forward with the team they have, and that counts for a lot. Is it enough to even get them out of the seventh seed? We'll see. They got to play five games over 500 the last 37 games here to even get back to the midway point. So that would be an accomplishment, I think. Yeah, and it usually can take any team. I don't care if you have LeBron in your team, like the ultimate chess master. It's like it takes a while when you put a team together to learn – obviously how to play with one another and rotations from ham and who clicks and how's this going to work like this is when you count the Rui part of it all this is a lot of new pieces here to plug and play and uh and try and figure it out with LeBron and AD as your top talent but um yeah pretty pretty at least slick that Danny didn't take him for both first round picks because <laughs> I thought maybe in the end that's what it would be you got to imagine he was saying no Rob Rob, going to need that second pick. Going to need that 29 first-round pick. And uh, I guess Rob dug in his heels. Maybe he was wearing those big, giant red boots and dug those in, (laughs) suction-cupped to the floor. Um, Tass, what team do you want to talk about next? Um, Are you you high overall from all three teams in this? No, let's get get to Trader Danny. Let's get to – I don't think he earns the the nickname with this trade. Trader Danny, the Utah Jazz, he he got one pick for for Vanderbilt, Beasley – and Conley, essentially. Russell Westbrook coming back. Reports are they're going to buy him out. Clippers are interested, according to Chris Haynes. There's some Bulls interest out there. So, you know, just, just from the Jazz perspective, if you know, before this trade, if I were to say they're trading their, their starting setter, Vanderbilt, a young guy, 23 years old, 
a very capable guy. There's a shooter in Beasley and old man Conley for a lightly protected first round pick. It's not even an unprotected, just one. Mm-hmm. I think you'd say that's a disappointment. And 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 yeah, they've got a lot of trade capital. Uh, they've got a lot of draft capital, I should say, in the vault. A ton. A ton. They've assembled a ton. But one pick for all those guys, I think that's disappointing. And it's even got a a tiny protection on it. I thought they could have got more. What do you think, Trey? It feels like they should have been able to get more because it feels like any one of those players may have been able to snag a first-round pick. But obviously not. If they're doing the deal on Wednesday night before the deadline even comes closer, they're thinking, this is the best offer we're going to get here. So... Certainly a disappointment for Jazz fans. I'm sure they thought when they made the deals over the summer with the Timberwolves and the Cavs that they were that the plan was going to be to flip some of these veterans come trade deadline time, hopefully all bringing back first-round picks. That's just not realistic. We're talking about guys who are going to be rotation players, hopefully. Hopefully they're able to stick around come playoff time. I'm not totally convinced that we're going to see Malik Beasley play in huge minutes in the playoffs for the Lakers. And when that's the case... It ain't going to fetch you a first-round pick. So they got the jewel of this deal. I do think the Lakers' 27 first-rounder, that's a win in my book, even if it's not as big of a win as they would have wanted. Is a part of this uh, also Danny and the Jazz and the organization, uh, like, in a weird way, trying to make their team worse right now, help the Lakers and Wolves, teams that are either right around them in the standings or below them in the Lakers' case, and like, here you go. Come on past us. This way, they show you to your table. This way, sir, right here, follow me, like, to, like, be a little worse here in the second half of the season. Or do those players' tasks, like, not really change the needle all that much, and especially with Westbrook not even going to be playing for them? I don't know. This team is going to work hard. They're going to fight, and uh, they're not going to be, you know, the worst of the worst. I think there's that sort of foursome at the bottom of the NBA with the Spurs Rockets Hornets and Pistons and uh, the Jazz, yeah, they could fall a, a little bit. But I, I, even if you look at the standings, uh, they're not going to fall all that much. But yeah, the twenty, the the pick overall, it's the Lakers pick after LeBron's, you know, even past his Tom Brady age. I mean, that's he's he's going to be done by then. Everybody's going to be done by then. So uh, that's going to be probably a, a decent pick when all is said and done. Uh, and I forgot Nikhil Alexander-Walker is also leaving the Jazz. Mm. There's too many players there. So they traded the, the a foursome uh, of players. And, uh, yeah, I guess I don't know if Danny hang, hung on too long. Uh, but they'll probably be making a good pick, uh, you know, five years from now, four years and from now. And let's talk about the Wolves. TK, start with you on, uh, on them. Obviously uh, swapping really here, D'Angelo Russell uh, for Mike Conley, Tass said, you know. Uh, the good old Canadian boy, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, also coming there. And then just second-round picks, so not a, not a first-round pick uh, um, coming their way in this three-team deal. What do you, what do you think about the Wolves and, and the direction they're going with the, the steady vet in Conley over, over, again, having to pay D'Angelo Russell that possibility and just even how he sort of fits with Ant and stuff like that? I think the biggest part of it is not having to pay D'Angelo Russell slash not having to make some sort of a decision on him, getting anything in return, second round picks, filler in Nikhil Alexander-Walker, plus Mike Conley, I think is a pretty solid move. They're just hoping that Conley can catch and shoot just as well as D'Angelo Russell was doing. He was looking really nice next to Anthony Edwards during this little stretch here, playing the catch and shoot role, really thriving there. 
maybe a better creative player Russell is than Conley is at this point in their career. But as long as Mike Conley can catch and shoot when Russell is on the uh, when he's playing alongside Edwards and then continue to have chemistry with Rudy Gobert from their years together with the Jazz. I think that's a big factor in this as well, that he knows how to play that pick and roll with Rudy. And maybe that can be something that they use to survive when they're running those two out there as main offensive players. I think, you know, you still have Conley on the books for next year, which is okay uh, as long as he's a helpful player. So as long as he shoots well, I think the Timberwolves did fine. And Tass, uh, your thoughts on, on Minnesota and what they got back in this? Yeah, I like it. I like the the better balance of uh, a guy in Conley who doesn't have to shoot as much as Russell, especially when Carl Anthony Towns comes back. Where are the shots going to be? And, yeah, the the experience with Rudy Gobert, who's been underutilized. D'Angelo Russell said he was going to look for Rudy Gobert. No one's looking for Rudy Gobert on that team. It would help if uh, Conley's in there. And, and I know uh, D'Angelo Russell has had great numbers, but the weird thing is the offense hasn't been all that great. And uh, I, I think – Conley's just a better fit with with Anthony Edwards uh, and Cat in the end and Rudy Gobert. I am kind of surprised hearing that now. I mean, I, I, I didn't really hear it during the season, but there was talks reportedly between the front office and D'Angelo Russell that they were going to extend him. Extension talks, it really doesn't make sense. I mean, this is this is just a better move that to have a, a vet like Conley who will just fill a role and was doing a decent job in Utah this year. Doing exactly that. So I could see him fitting perfectly, really. It's just a better balance. It's, it's just a guy who doesn't need uh, to shoot all the time, doesn't need the ball in his hands off all the time. He can be a catch-and-shoot guy. I, I like it from Minnesota. Yeah, I will I will say about the the Wolves here, I saw Miles Brown tweet this uh, earlier today before this deal was even finalized, but he said, the Wolves were like a promising young team eight months ago, and now they've traded for and it could work out like you're saying Taz but they've traded for like a 35 year old point guard and uh that they're hoping can like sort of get their 30 year old center who they just acquired in the offseason you know clicking a little bit better maybe on the offensive end and stuff like that like they did get they got a lot older really really quick and that's always a balance with teams in the league you can be too young uh, especially if you have, you know, aspirations to like get in the playoffs of course and then win playoff series you want some experience so I get that um but you know, Conley, 35 years old. Like, I, I, I sometimes think, Tass, I don't want to say you do it, but I think some people do it. Like, Just say we have I an idea it. of Mike Conley. And it's like, we think the Mike Conley that is actually, we just think it's still a better player than it actually is at this point in the career. I think he's fine. I think he's a totally capable, you know, vet point guard. But I sometimes think we're holding on to, like, past glory with some of these players. You know, oh. we did it with Lowry. We do it with Conley. Like, I think it happens a little bit. Oh, that's – yeah, for sure. That sounds like my life. That sounds like every former athlete just hanging on to those good days. Uh, but, uh, listen, they're not that old. Uh, they've got no. Anthony Edwards and Jaden McDaniel starting. They're, those are two young pups. And mm-hmm. uh, then then they've got, yeah, a couple older in, in Gobert and Mike Conley. But they didn't want to pay D'Angelo Russell. And I think that was a, yeah, a smart sure. move. They overpaid for Rudy Gobert. That, that's clear. And <laughs> apparently this deal, as we're sitting here waiting for hours, the hang-up was the Wolves and their draft compensation. I guess they settled on three second-round picks. Said, <laughs> All right, that's cool. And uh, a flyer on Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who deserves a flyer. Shooting mm-hmm. 40% from three as a, the third-string point guard on the Utah Jazz. Uh, so I think it's it's a smart move overall. 
maybe I'm hanging on to the Conley days. Maybe I'm just thinking of uh, Conley shooting in, shooting in his gym, playing horse on ESPN during the <laughs> pandemic. Man, that guy looked good. They got a horse champion now on, on the Wolves. It's oh. a very good point. All right. Uh, just if you're joining us here, hello. <laughs> Thank you for swinging by on a Wednesday night live on YouTube. Here's the trade. Uh, it is the Lakers getting D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, the Jazz getting Russell Westbrook. Again, he's going to be bought out. Juan Toscano Anderson, Damian Jones, and that 27 first round pick by way of the Lakers, lightly protected one through four. And the Wolves getting Mike Conley Jr. Always forget Mike Conley's a junior. <laughs> His dad was an Olympic triple jumper, wasn't he? That's I right. I think that's Long right. Jumper? Yeah, triple yeah, jumper. Yeah, no, triple, triple. triple. Uh, and Nikhil Alexander-Walker and then uh, a bunch of... Oh. Second round picks. He did both. Um, he, 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 he jumped long and he jumped triple as well, Skeets. But good, he, good, good. But he, I knew did. he was an athlete. Don't yeah. you always forget that Mike Conley is a junior? Yes. I do. I don't know. Totally. There's like a million juniors in the NBA nowadays, but he's an old junior. Yeah, he was an early junior. <laughs> he was an early junior. That's what I'm getting at here. Yeah. Uh, okay. LeBron triple jumped against his dad. Hold on. Sure. Uh, two, two, two last. Good points I'm seeing from the stream team here yeah, with sure. regards to the Minnesota Timberwolves. This one is from Birdnorf. <laughs> the big key is that the Timberwolves lose the salary slot if they don't trade D'Angelo Russell yep. and he leaves in free agency. Obviously, Minnesota, not a huge free agency destination. So keeping a $30 million slot on your books, smart move there right. because they could move Conley at the next deadline. I'm trying to see the other one here. Comes from Mouse on Feet. First one, Birdnorf. Second one, Mouse on Feet. Nice, Conley man. can't take over a game like D'Lo can. I will right. agree. That is true. We have seen a couple of times recently D'Angelo Russell having 14, 15 points in the totally. fourth quarter, hitting a whole bunch of threes and kind of flipping the game on its head. Conley ain't explosive like that. They've got to kind of rely specifically on Anthony Edwards to be the guy who has the explosive moments like that, which if you're the Timberwolves, he should be the guy having that. But they are losing a little bit of volatility, I would say, trading Russell for Conley. Well, we always joke that Chris Middleton is like the Ferris wheel, right? He's sort of like, he's slow and steady, but he has his ups and he has his downs. But it's like, just like this, you see the progression going. I mean, it's been a weird year because he has injured and all that, but we always called him the Ferris wheel. D'Angelo Russell, he's like the damn zipper. You remember the zipper? <laughs> like just pure madness. It's all over the place. It's up. It's down. It's like down. You're losing ch- coins are falling out of your pocket. There goes your chapstick. You know somebody's vomiting up there. It's falling on you. Like he's that ride. And I have like with with D'Angelo Russell, I swear I have gone like all over the map with him. Like he is terribly overrated. To then like hold on, this guy's actually underrated. Like you're saying, Trey, like. He has taken over many games here and had a nice little pairing going with Ant. So, again, that's my pushback on the on the bringing Conley in. And I usually love a veteran point guard, and maybe it'll work out. But he's yeah. been good is what I'm getting at. So, hopefully, the Lakers are hoping for that to, to help uh, LeBron. Out. Well, the, other, the guy who's going to fill in that gap of, of scoring ain't Conley. It's Carl Anthony Towns when he comes back. I mean, yeah. that, that's yeah. who they kind of have to rely on. And I think that's the... That's sort of the elephant in the room with that team. Like, what the hell is going to happen when he comes back? But he's got to be their second scorer. I mean, he's he's paid a lot, and you know, Conley. Yeah, he's twenty twenty two mil this year. It's it's a good a good size number, but for a starting point guard, it's just a regular number. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just it's just he's just got to be hitting shots. He's not going to be D'Angelo Russell take over in the fourth. I agree, but uh, mm-hmm. Catman can do that. Yeah, I keep forgetting he's going back soon. <laughs> 
Uh, Peter said he only did the zipper once. Vomit everywhere. Yeah. That was just a, a dangerous fair ride. And then you would like stop and think about who was putting it together. And you're, like, you're looking around at the carnies that put it together. You're like, my God, these guys did this hungover on a yeah. Saturday morning. See, Skeets, Rob Polinka is the carny. And he wants another ride with D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> yeah. He's putting in a fat dip of chew ready to hop on and just barf everywhere. First thing I thought when I saw the trade was possibly going down, Skeets. Anthony Davis, D'Angelo Russell. Two men. Two eyebrows. That's a good point. We're putting the tuna brow together right here, these two guys. <laughs> That's a great point. We, we brought it up a couple weeks ago on the show he, I, that we said D'Angelo Russell has a very underrated unibrow. Uh, you know, all AD gets all the love. Not anymore. One brow, but take a look at D'Angelo's. It's really nice. Solid caterpillar there, Taft. I I almost didn't believe you guys when you said it, but it's totally true. It's true. It's good. It's true. Yeah, great point. Uh, I thought you were going to say something with the last names there, uh, Trey. I thought you were setting me up. Like, two men, four... First, but also last names. Yeah, I was was thinking it too. I was thinking it too. Uh, We'll workshop it for tomorrow. Yeah. I knew I knew um, it. I was at Trader Joe's yesterday, and I was looking at you know the the big bottled beer, you know the the large size ones, the uni bra, the uni bra. There's a reason I was looking at those fin du monde uni bra because this happened. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. And now two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream Directv satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on Directv with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on Directv makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. Directv has the most MLB games. Visit Directv.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's talk Westbrook real quick here. Uh, and I know there are a lot of reports where the hell this guy's going to go because the Jazz are, in theory, going to buy him out. Makes sense. Can't see Russell Westbrook playing in Utah. <laughs> Just leave it at that. <laughs> um, but yeah, where is he going yeah. to land? Um, I guess the Clippers are a possibility. The Chicago Bulls are a possibility. I think we're getting now, like, sort of tweets are coming in right this second that maybe the Miami Heat are a possibility. Um We'll start with Tass on this one. I mean, we've talked a lot about the Clippers getting a, a point guard. We didn't really have Westbrook in mind, I don't think. We were thinking Conley, maybe D'Angelo Russell, could be Van Vliet, you know, uh, I guess Lowry. Did I say Lowry? Um, those type of guys, not Westbrook. But what do you think? Where's he going to go? Oh, well, it feels like a Clippers move. Uh, <laughs> it feels like, hey, let's let's bring the 2015 gang back together again. Doesn't sound like it's going to work. They tried John Wall for the reason, uh, the same reason why they would get Westbrook as a guy who they think can get to the rim a bunch and score. But that's uh, you want to talk about the zipper experience with D'Angelo Russell. I mean, that's that's a very much a Russell Westbrook experience. So mm-hmm. where he ends up, wow. Um, I honestly, I I don't have a good answer. 
I, I the Clippers want a vet guard, and it would, if they're you know sort of at the at their end of their picks, uh, they would get Westbrook. I think they would. So I, I would guess him, but I guess they're over the Bulls idea. Uh, that that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, what do you think, Trey, about Westbrook linked to your Bulls? I don't think it'll happen. Uh, no. It'll put them too far into the tax, and I don't think that that's the player that they're going to spend extra money on and uh, not a player I would want them to spend extra money on. They don't need yet another guard in Chicago. I think the Clippers is the spot for Westbrook. I think he, just like I thought John Wall could be helpful, I think Westbrook's attacking style could be helpful to the Clippers. He can get to the rim. Sometimes he can finish. We know he loves LA. He's already in crypto.com arena, just has to move his stuff from one locker room to the other. That's the place for him. Steve Ballmer ain't going to care how much it costs to add Westbrook to the team. He needs to do everything he possibly can to give that team a chance to compete for a championship. Is adding Westbrook the final piece? No chance. But it's a piece at a position they need. Yeah, Mark making a good point here in the stream team. Uh, He does fit. Maybe Westbrook does with the Clippers and all that shooting. You know, that's Westbrook can obviously still get downhill and spray out to shooters. Maybe. Maybe it works. Uh, We'll wait and see here. Um... I hope to God this isn't the end of Russell Westbrook. Should I even be asking that? Like, is it a possibility that Westbrook has played his last NBA game? Like, that he gets bought out with the Jazz and then there is no interest task and 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 doesn't play anymore? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. No. No. <laughs> no there's there's somebody who's willing to give him a shot, I would say. Uh, the, the fact that he was totally cool and accepted a bench role has been great for him. And I think we'll extend his, his career a year or so. Yeah. We all thought that he'd go the way of Allen Iverson and looking in our, in our group chat. And I see that from a respected individual making that comparison, but he ain't that he ain't that he, 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 he said this year that he was going to do it no matter what these Darvin ham reports are. He played his ass off uh, to, to his capabilities. And you know, he, He's going to get another shot, I assume. Um, him and Melo. Melo, one more time. One more ring. Go for it. Somewhere. I don't know where, but somewhere. Neither of them have rings. Yeah, I, I was going to say one, one more ring. Yeah, one more, <laughs> one cha- more, one more chance at a ring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts here, TK, on the uh, the blockbuster deal here on a Wednesday night on, on trade deadline eve, this one coming through, which we'll put up one more time. Uh, any other thoughts? Well, Skeets. I was driving and thinking, is this a blockbuster trade? You just said it. But then, yeah, it's an MVP and two all-stars and a first-round pick from the Lakers. That fits the definition. Um, (laughs) Who's going to end up being the ultimate winner here? I really do think it's going to be the Utah Jazz. I think it's going to be a little shuffling of the deck chairs uh, for the Lakers and for the Timberwolves. And when it's all said and done, we're going to look back on this trade, I guess, four plus years from now and say, wow, remember the trade that the Lakers made? They thought D'Angelo Russell was going to bring them back. They didn't even get out of the play-in tournament. And then the Utah Jazz are going to have a great pick. One of those kids who was celebrating every single shot they made. (laughs) Yes, it's possible. What about you, Tess? Final thoughts? Uh, Yeah, hopefully that pick will be uh, Bryce James. I don't know. Uh, who, who knows with that 2027? 20, <laughs> imagine, imagine. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> sure. They draft Le- LeBron's second son and then get LeBron to join the Utah Jazz in the future <laughs> with the Lakers pick. 
That's Galaxy. Danny Ainge. Jeez. Danny. Danny did it again. Yeah. Uh, Westbrook not going to set foot in Utah's arena. We know the uh, the incident he had there. That ain't going to happen. Um, I want to see. Uh, I want to see where Russ Russ goes. I, I you know I'll cheer for him if it is a, a Clippers scenario. Um, I just I just wonder what uh, the Clips are going to do. They're on the clock. They're gonna they're gonna do something. Uh, but it, it feels like they're going to do a little bit more than than Westbrook. They're going to move some pieces. So I'm sitting here. I'm waiting for a blockbuster. This ain't a blockbuster. I, it can't. We can't be called a blockbuster. <laughs> this is an this MVP. Is, Two all stars. Guard shuffle, man. These yeah. three teams in the Western Conference. They're all in the mix of like uh, hanging on to the playoffs or get trying to get into the play-in. They're yeah. all bunched up. You yeah. know, why not? Yeah, Gordon Hayward's going to get moved. Former All Star Gordon Hayward. Blockbuster. You know, when when you're past <laughs> you're past your uh, your expiry date. Blockbuster. We gotta we gotta get a new word for blockbuster, anyways. It's like it's a weird word. <laughs> okay, hold on. Was, the, was Kyrie was Kyrie to the Mavericks a blockbuster? Oh yeah, this guy's a first team All Star. I mean, he's a starting All Star this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm just I'm just asking. I agree. Westy, is, but... you know, Westy is. We're asking if Westy's gonna get picked up. Uh, yeah, D'Angelo Russell <laughs> did did make an All Star team once upon a time. <laughs> Conley was a one, t- both one-time All Stars. This is, I guess, like the the lowest bar <laughs> of a blockbuster you can get. Two one-time All Stars and uh, Westy. No, here's why it's a blockbuster. The Lakers are involved. Sure, it's a big deal. No matter who, the Rui deal was a blockbuster. That was huge. <laughs> uh, so I'm going blockbuster. Will I put it in the title for this podcast? No, that's where I'll draw the line. It'll just be a nice three-team <laughs> deal involving. A bunch of former MVPs, former All-Stars in their names. Uh, let's start wrapping it up there because who knows what's going to happen next. You're going to stay up all night, guys? Just refreshing Twitter. Hey, what a scary day there with Twitter going down or not working all that well. And everybody wondering, are Shams and Woj on Facebook? Can they, <laughs> Check your can Instagram. They us, can they drop the alerts on Instagram? Um, yeah, that was scary and... ESPN's trade machine wasn't working either. It was like not, everything was falling apart here. I was like, how are they going to tell us? How are we going to know the news? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, seems to be sort of working well enough now. Um, we'll back uh, tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern, unless something really, really crazy. Unless a real blockbuster happens uh, overnight and we all have to wake each other up and jump on here. We'll be back at 10 a.m. Eastern, live in the Classic Factory. Uh, join us at 10, um, and we flip that into a podcast. If you're a podcast listener, thank you, thank you, thank you. Leave your boys a five-star rating and review. And tomorrow could be a little different than normal, too. We'll have that 10 a.m. Sh- 10 a.m. show, and then if there are trades like trickling in throughout the day, the plan is to jump on here, jump on YouTube, and uh, sort of react immediately to them as they come out and do like 15 to 30-minute podcasts on each of them, if they call for it, so... Yeah, should be a fun day tomorrow. Um, everybody rest up. Trey, get a shower in. And uh, even though you didn't run that much, <laughs> did you score at least? Controversial skates. Controversial. <laughs> uh, guy Guy drove to the hoop. He was underneath the hoop. Kicked it out to me. I knocked down the three, of course. <laughs> they called a foul underneath. They're like, no, 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 no. Foul before the shot. Foul before the oh. shot. Foul before the shot. Foul before the shot. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. I'm not going to make that many threes tonight. <laughs> Don't even get to count this one. Damn. Uh, tragedy, tragedy. Uh, so, yeah, one game played, zero for zero, 
One rebound. Wow, one didn't even have loss. a shot. Oh, man. <laughs> one rebound. You drove 40 <laughs> minutes to that run, man. Oh, oh but goodness. I was hot in pregame skeets. I was hot. Oh, oh man. You should have seen. Arm under, yeah. flip. Oh, Arm nice. under, flip. Right okay. wing, I was killing it like Mehmet Okur. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, these hand strengtheners, buddy, the grips are insane and the flicks are buttery. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Wow, man, you might get traded, man. You're looking so good right now. Got some other podcasts got their eyes on you the way you're playing right now. Uh, all right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for joining us. Hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Uh, thanks for joining us, folks. And remember, uh, last word goes to uh, Phil Law One Two Three. This is a blockbuster, like Black Adam was a blockbuster. Uh, I still gotta see that. Gotta watch that. But you can't Anybody find it anymore. It? They deleted it from all oh, platforms. Yeah, there's a reason. Wow. All right. Well, uh, embrace the night, people. We'll see you tomorrow. You could stay.